Good morning. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Alva Pendorva speaking. Remember, our mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. We've been bringing you a series of studies now for quite some time on Satan, the God of this world, and we're coming down to the end of it. We have maybe three or four more studies uh, in this, in this, uh, on, this th- on this subject, and uh, we're looking now at the Battle of Armageddon, bringing you up to that time when the forces of this world will be joined together under the inspiration of the Antichrist and his demon-possessed workers and to try to try to attempt to defy the Lord from coming back upon this earth. We see that spirit manifested every day, the spirit of utter rebellion against God. Individuals are so spiritually blinded and hate God with such dying vengeance until they think they can win the war against God. The world is trying to make God endorse their plans and their program, but God endorses no individual in his or her religion. No, that's true, my friend. That's the most foolish thing I've ever seen or heard of, that individual or groups of individuals or a nation think they can win against God. Brother, you can't do it. Sister, you can't do it. You're an utter failure to try it. You're a fool to try it. Let me just call you a fool for Christ's sake. That's right. You're a fool to attempt it, my friend. You fight. Fight, if you will. Reject the Lord, if you will. Go on, if you will. Blaspheme the Lord, if you choose to. But you're going to lose. God is on the throne. I tell my folks here at Radio Mission, day after day, week after week, we have gotten away from the awesomeness of God. We ought to sing that song day by day. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord. That's what the angels are doing there in heaven, and why shouldn't we do it? I believe we ought to make it a practice here in our, in our service before we uh, go on the air with the broadcast. Sing, holy, holy, holy is the Lord. You and I better begin to take note, my friend, of who the Lord is and what, what he is and who he is. That's right. That's right. The inhabitants of this earth are like grasshoppers in his sight. That's right. Let me give you a picture of yourself, and uh, may God let you see uh, as you fight against God in rebellion. Walk down the road or the sidewalk here in the city, and you come up on a little old ant as it goes crawling towards you there on the sidewalk. You see that little ant rear up and pitch his will against yours? You'd say, that's silly. The only thing I'd have to do is put my foot on him and crush him to death. Well, my friend, did you ever think that you're no more so insign- you're just as insignificant in the sight of God than that little old ant is in your sight? Do you know that God doesn't even have to put his foot on you? Do you know the only thing he has to do is to look up on you with his all-searching eye would crush you to death, according to Psalms 80:16. Listen, all he has to do to let you go to hell is to leave you alone. That's exactly right, my friend. I read a story on uh, one time along this line, and I don't know whether it's true or not, but it could be true, and uh, it'll illustrate what I'm speaking of. One of those so-called atheists, that's right, so-called atheists. There's no such a thing as an atheist before they die, they, they become an, uh, uh, a Calvinist, that's right. One of those so-called atheists made the statement one day that he did not believe there is a God and that he could prove there was a God, there was no God. He invited two or three of his friends to go up on top of the mountain out there in the west somewhere and uh, go up on the summit, and he laid open his bosom, tore, pulled his shirt back and raised his fist towards the sky, cursed God with a bitter oath that human language could not express. And defied the Lord, saying, if there be a God, if there is a God, you would not take the cussing that I'm giving you. That was his words. At last he ceased 
all his bitter cursing, buttoned up his shirt, walked down the mountainside saying to his friend, Ha ha, ha ha, I told you there's no God. You see, I proved it to you. If there was a God, he'd have not taken the cussing I gave him. As they walked down the side of the hill, he felt the sting of something on his foot. Stopping and examining his ankle, he noticed a very little insect. Brushed it off, walked on down the uh, side of the hill laughing. By the time he reached the foot of the mountain, his foot was swollen until he couldn't walk. And he had to be carried home from there to the hospital. Medical science could find no relief. He lay there suffering until he acknowledged that there is a God, and he was a fit subject for hell and was going there, and then died in the very agonies of death, crying out, Lost, lost, lost. Oh, Lord, I'm lost. His last faint whisper as he went out to meet the Lord was, I'm lost. There is a God. There is a God, and I'm lost, and I'm going to hell. God took the tiniest of his creation and conquered that man. He didn't have to strike him directly, no. He could have struck him with lightning. He could have let a tree fall on him, anything. But, my friend, he took the smallest little old insect, no doubt that there is, and uh, you can't fight God and win, my friend. Now, that's an example that you can't fight win, and can't fight God and win. I've seen men here in this ministry buck up, Buck up when the, when the pastor lays his finger on a rotten spot in their life. I've seen men go out the back door here and slam the door to where it almost knocked the door off the hinges. But I've seen them brought down. I've seen them have to come back and apologize. I've seen them come back and take the blame. And I've seen some who never have. Now, my friend, one of the greatest blessings that ever happened to the old trailblazer, that the Lord never let him become rebellious against God's word, God's pastor. It mattered not who was bringing the message, my friend. I wanted that message to go home to my heart, to lay bare my heart, to lay it bare that I could see my sinful condition, and it would give me a, 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 a cry unto the Lord, Lord, don't let me go. Lord, don't let me go. And now that the Lord has saved me, I look back, I say, Lord, you ought to sent me to hell. You should have crushed me back there with your, with your uh, a blow. That's right. As a little ain't, you should have crushed this wicked sinner who sinned against God. That old atheist never did anything more so than I've done or you've done. No, because we've rejected the truth so long, my friend. But oh, when the mercy of God was shed in my life, and he brought me to see that I was a sinner, the sinner. That's right. I was the sinner. I didn't see any other sinner. I didn't know anybody else was a sinner. I didn't look around to see if, if Mr. Jones was a greater sinner than me or Mr. Smith or Mr. Mr. anybody else. No, I just saw old Pendarvis. That's right. I said, Lord, have mercy on Pendarvis. Don't, those other folks don't worry me. It don't matter what they're doing. It don't matter if they're slipping around on their wives. That's not my business. But, oh, my friend, listen, listen now. I saw that I couldn't win fighting God. And I, I came to him. I came to him, broken, bent, and broken down at his feet, crying for mercy. So these three demon-possessed men will persuade the blinded world to think that they can win against Almighty God. Now, that's happening day by day with individuals. They will marshal the armies of the world by boat, by plane, by ship, by satellite, 
all to the land of Palestine to do battle against God the Almighty. We see millions of soldiers with all types of implements of warfare, rockets and all of those things, gathered in the land of Palestine from the four corners of the globe. The kings of the east will be there, the kings of the west, the mighty men, the captains of the armies, the free man and the bond man will be there, both small and great. Now let me call your attention to this fact. Satan knows, or will know, Almost the exact moment when the Lord Jesus Christ will come back to earth. He'll know when the seven-year reign of the Antichrist will come to a close. And that at the close of that reign, the Lord Jesus Christ will come with the armies of heaven. Therefore, we see the armies of the earth gathered there with the Antichrist, the false prophet, at the head of them, all under the leadership of Satan, having deceived and led multitudes of the earth to believe believed, that's right, that they could win the battle against the Lord God of heaven. There they stand in battle array, every gun, every war implement, every rocket, every, every missile trained upon heaven, waiting breathlessly for the appearing of the Son of God. Now let's turn our attention to the other side. Seven years have gone by since the Lord Jesus Christ came for his own in midair. The marriage of Christ and his bride has taken place in the heaven, in the new Jerusalem. The marriage supper is over. The Lord Jesus Christ, as it were, lays aside the robe of the bridegroom and decks himself as a warlord. That's right. Our God is a God of war. Our God is a God of battle. When everything is in readiness in heaven and in earth, John says in Revelation 19:11, we're going to read this passage of Scripture in our closing moments, and then we'll take it up in our next study. He says, I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat on him was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he doth judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire. On his head were many crowns, and he had a name written that no man but no man knew but he himself. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. Out of his mouth goes a sharp sword, and that with it he could smite the nation. He shall rule them with a rod of iron, and he treadeth the winepress of the fierceness of wrath of the wrath of God Almighty, and he hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Now, my friend, that's going to be a great day, isn't it? Is that going to be a great day for you or a sad day for you? Are you going to be one of those in that army there, perched on the, on the, at the Battle of Armageddon to do battle against the Lord Jesus Christ? Are you fighting the Lord now in your little puny way? Are you rearing back and saying, well, I'll not have this man to rule over me? Are you resisting the work of the Holy Spirit? Let me ask you folks here at our radio missions audience, you folks who hear the trailblazer every day, you folks who come here to the tabernacle to hear the message, are you, are you bucking up against God's Word? Are you taking issue with God's Word and saying, oh, I'll not have that. That's just, that's just uh, foolishness. No. The old trailblazer don't know what he's talking about. Are you saying those things, my friend? I want to tell you that one day this battle is going to take place. And Satan and all of his forces are going to be de destroyed and defeated, my friend. But listen, you may be in hell long before that. That's right. That's right. You may not be here when the Battle of Armageddon comes. I'd pray that I wouldn't if I were you. But listen, my friend, what about today? 
Are you ready to go be with the Lord today? Or are you bucking the Lord? Are you resisting the Holy Spirit's call? When the old trailblazer calls on you to trust the Lord, what is your what is your conviction? Are you say, Well, I'm not I'm not ready. I don't need that I don't need all that hell, fire, and damnation preaching, my friend. Let me tell you something. God's word is true. It says the heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall not pass away. Did you know did you know God's word is not gonna pass away? It'll judge you at the great white throne judgment. Have you ever thought about the great white throne? Oh, my friend, listen, listen. I speak about it a lot because it's on my heart day by day. And I see my loved ones going out there to be judged at the great white throne. I see those who have gone on being judged at the great white throne. The Lord will sit there on the throne. And the, and the masses of humans, those who have never come to know the Lord, those who have, have refused, have rejected God's word, will stand there with head bowed, my friend, to be judged. And the books will be open, and another book was open. And I, I, I was talking to someone about that other book. You know what that other book is? That's the Lamb's Book of Life. Is your name written there, my friend? Oh, my friend, the greatest thing that ever can happen to a poor soul in this world is to be saved, to have his name written down in the Lamb's Book of Life, that when the Lord opens that book, he'll see your name there. I wish I could call your name out there in our radio audience. Mr. So-and-so, Ms. So-and-so, is your name there? Can you put your finger there and say, there's my name? Oh, we take much pride in the in the names there on the wall in Washington of all the Vietnamese vet, Vietnamese uh, veterans of that war, and that's great. I I think we should do that everywhere. But my friend, what about the book? Can you put your hand in the book and come down the pages and say, "There's my name. There's my name. There's my name right in there in the in the Lamb Book of Life, the old trailblazer's name written out there in bold letters." Oh, my friend. Would you look to the Lord? This is the old trailblazer, Pastor Albert Pendarva speaking. Would you remember our mailing address? It's Radio Missions. Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Don't wait for that time to come, my friend. Turn to the Lord now while, it's, while there's time. Goodbye and God bless you. Radio Missions now offers flash drives containing broadcasts and messages delivered by founding Pastor L.R. Shelton Sr., Pastor Albert Pendarvis, and Brother Freddie Murdoch, plus music by the Radio Missions Choir. For more information, call 225-664-8658. That's 225-664-8658. 